0: everybody this is the simpson show i'm robbie with my co-host matt we are here to talk about the simpsons from the beginning matt how are you
1: i am fantastic robbie i i enjoy uh crosswords and uh this episode uh made me sad because it it, it teased me with the crosswords but you know they were very tangential to the plot
0: they're the only i would argue the crosswords are the only thing that are actually entertaining <laughs> <laughs> in this episode, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I think they create, they provide the most uh, entertaining aspects of, of this episode and inspire the most artistic choices in this episode. True. But everything else? Hmm. hmm. Not so good. Yeah, that's basically where we're at. Yeah, <laughs> and not so sure good. um We, hi, hello. We are brought to you by Sports on Patreon. You can support us by going to patreon.com slash the simpsons show for only two dollars a month, gain access to all of our bonus content, our bonus episode for the week of July, the week of July, the month of July, twenty twenty two. We did an episode of Simpsons Cinema, we watched Two for the Road, which was the basis for the recent Simpsons episode Dangerous Curves. An episode we both disliked, even hated at times. the movie is much, much better and worth watching and worth listening to our podcast about. Go join the patreon, you can listen to it. uh, we have someone to thank Matthew. oh, fantastic Denzel Cooper, thank you, Denzel. Thank you, Denzel. This week's episode is Homer and Lisa Exchange Crosswords I- I'll hear man i'm gonna this is i'm this episode is, I'm not gonna praise this episode a lot, but I will praise the title, okay. This title is is <laughs> is clear. It's easy to write and remember, and it makes sense. And it has a word. Play. It was has wordplay. It has wordplay, word and the most important thing is not an allusion to some other form of media that has nothing to do with the actual plot. No, this episode's about crosswords, and it has Omar and Lisa exchanging crosswords. It's accurate. That's all I want. But they don't. This problem might be the only one this season that does this. So, so I'm calling it out. This episode K, BF19, originally November November 16th, 2008, written by Tim Long, directed by Nancy Cruz. There's some question about how many ratings it got. The place I normally check gives it a 4.7, but the Wikipedia gives it a 3.9. I am not sure which one to trust, so I will say them both. TV Guide said it was a, a three 3.9, so I don't, maybe they're right. 8.5 million viewers. The couch gag in reference to the Vesuvius eruption. The family sits on a bench dressed in togas and is covered in volcanic ash, which I don't even know if they wore togas in the Vesuvius times. That's a darn good question, actually. I mm-hmm. was under the impression Shoot. that that was after the toga period. But maybe I'm wrong. That's what I would think as well. Yeah, but I might. I I could be wrong. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a Vesuvius expert. I, I was when I was like seven. There was not anything cooler in the world than to me than a town getting covered in lava and ash. I thought that was awesome when I was like eight years old. That was great. Um, so Flying couch gag. Better than most things in this episode. Uh, this episode <laughs> guest. <laughs> We're gonna say that a lot. We are gonna say that a lot. This episode guest stars Merle ragel and Will Shorts as themselves. Those are crossword people for anyone who goes who 30 seconds each. Yeah, they are very they are barely in the episode. They are there. I I don't I there I my theory, Matt, is there is one person, maybe it was Tim Long who wrote this episode, maybe it wasn't. Someone on the staff is a crosswords nerd and wanted to meet these two guys. That is my suspicion. I mean, there are much worse people they could have wanted to meet. It's fair, I guess, if you're going to do it, do it in a very targeted way. Also, guest stars Scott Thompson as Grady. Scott Thompson, famously as he's one of the kids in the hall, uh, who just recently they recently had in the new season. Um, he plays. He comes back as Grady. Grady, one of the characters from the three gays in the of the condo we're gonna have some things to say about that Ooh, uh, we sure real are. bad uh, it's real bad um, I'm gonna try and not dwell on the things that don't matter in this episode okay I'm gonna do my best Matt alright I'm gonna try uh, okay. f- fortunately for us there's a lot of that <laughs> there's so much in this episode that does not end up mattering it's just filler it's just stuff uh, and it starts right here right at the beginning Bartley's are selling lemonade um, they're getting no business until they prime the pumps by putting a dollar in the jar, the pay jar, and then immediately huge lines uh, from around the neighborhood uh people wanting their lemonade. Uh, Homer shows up, tries to get some on credit, put it on his tab. Uh, Bart is not getting, will not take that, will not give Homer any of the lemonade. This is all terrible. Everything involving Homer in this is terrible. It's terrible, and not, above all of that, it's just boring and stupid. <laughs> not funny. It's sometimes is offensive. Like there, there are moments in this that are genuinely like offensive. That I went, ugh, that's gross. Uh, every th- they all involve Homer. Uh, Bart is doesn't matter this episode. He's only in this in the beginning. Lisa does end up mattering. Is nothing new with lemonade though. It's the most. I mean, I guess it, it's so tangential. So Homer ends up leaving. Uh, the car, His car won't start, so he rides Lisa's bike. This is I, I wanted to point this out just because of how long this is. It's 30 seconds of him trying to ride Lisa's bike. Mm-hmm. And this episode desperately could use more time. I mean, I guess it doesn't need more time. It needs time better it used more efficiently. But this is a perfect example of like, the joke is it ends up, the seat gets wedged in Homer's butt. That's it. That's all there is it's 30 seconds That's only that. joke and it takes forever and it's it, so dumb I I just, it's very long and very boring I wanted to point it out um mo Homer is going to Moe's, and this is where we get I guess you could qualify this as a B plot even though it has no end really it ha I guess it has an end but it does they just stop it they just stop the B plot and then it just rolls into the a plot I guess I don't really know what's going on honestly yeah. um but Homer walks in to see that the the guys at Moe's, all the barflies, Lenny, Carl, Moe, are watching Edna trying to break up with Skinner, and that is when Homer intervenes.
2: Hey, Moe, give me a... Homer, shush.
0: We're watching Krabappel try to break up with Skinner.
2: Seymour, I have something difficult I want to say to you.
1: I understand. It can be very difficult for a woman to propose marriage, but I am willing to go halfsies on a ring.
3: Seymour... Uh, excuse me. Any of you lugs want to break up with my boyfriend for me? I'll buy you a beer.
2: Seymour, Edna asked me to talk to you. Splendid. Shall we discuss music or the weather? No, this is about you. Edna wants to break up. She wants to break up? Yeah. With me? Yeah. Look at it this way! You're a free man! Unlike me. You have all your hair! Unlike me. No kids tying you down or a crippling mortgage that you refinanced at 26% because a dancing internet cowboy told you to? Oh, God, I hate my life! (laughs) Gee, compared to you, my life is one big half-day. Exactly. You're good-looking, you have a decent job, what lonely widow wouldn't consider you an option?
1: Thanks, Homer. I don't think the school pep squad could have cheered me up more. And they were state runners-up in 1997. The worst part about this, the worst part. Well, I can't decide what the worst part is. There are two really <laughs> bad parts. One is that this is how the Skinner-Kruboffel uh, uh, relationship ends. This is it. It's over after this, and we see, you know, uh, Ned in a startup eventually. This this is this is the end of it. Shouldn't there have been a whole episode? They've been together for years, for over a decade now, and this is this is how it ends. I I just what? And on top of that, on top of that, I was so mad I forgot about it. <laughs> this, this is the start of the incredibly stupid Homer breaking people up. I don't why why is it even a
0: thing? I know I don't I don't I, I this is my honest answer, Matt. They they needed to fill ten minutes. Or six minutes, or whatever this is, like how much time the Homer B plot takes up? Like they just they this is how much. Or if you want to be extra extra cynical, which is also perfectly fine. Uh, we're in season twenty. I'm I'm almost always in extra cynical mode now. Uh, they wrote it this way to begin with, and they didn't want to change it, so they didn't. They're like it works enough. Let's leave it. I really like, and then like the more I think about it, that makes the most sense. Where they're like. We have an episode that is is as long as we need it to be, and it works well enough. It's good enough. Don't mess with it. We have we've spent we don't need to spend more time on it if we just leave it the way it is. and that includes a B plot that goes nowhere and is unfunny, and it has this where we just unceremoniously end end Skinner's relationship. There's not an episode about it where they break up and you know, feel better about it. It's more Homer going, "No, Skinner, you're you're third all alright right. You'd be fine, right?" And Skinner goes, yeah, and that's it. <laughs> it's so, so stupid. Um, and this is the B plot. It is Homer breaking up with people. It is Homer breaking up relationships because people don't want to do it themselves. Okay, that's the B plot. Yeah. There's no reason for it. It just is. And Homer's inexplicably good at this. Why on earth would Homer be good at this? He's terrible at inter-
1: interpersonal relationships At everything in general like Homer is just inexplicably good at something and that's a B plot for an episode that's like a million different B plots. I know, but
0: usually there's usually there's a joke in in there somewhere. Uh this is terribly unfunny especially when we get to the 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 Grady, the, the Grady and Julio stuff. Um so Lenny wants to break up with his girlfriend. Uh Mo makes a point to talk about how much Lenny's girlfriend has been cheating on everyone except for uh with Mo because even though despite the fact that Mo wants to, so Mo is telling Lenny to his face, Yeah, I wanted to cheat with your girlfriend, but she didn't want to. Well, and also that she cheated with everyone else. Uh, it's, like everyone except it, for Mo. Like, it's just wow. this inexplicable. Like, why on earth? Who are these people? <laughs> like, who are they? They're not human. Um. So the blue hair. We got back in the lemonade stand. Blue haired lawyer shows up. Wants to shut it down. Bart tries to bribe him. Doesn't work. They need a license, a vending license. I would say that this is unre- not realistic. Like they usually would just let kids slide, but nowadays, maybe they want it. <laughs> Maybe they would be terrible jerks about it. Um, So, they need to get a license. They need to go to some license place. It's not the DMV, but it is close enough. Um, And Lisa and Bart are in line, and there is a guy at the front of the line. Not the guy at the front of the line. The guy, the worker? I think it's uh, Charles Bronson voice guy. Um, I believe it's him. He can't process anyone because he's too busy doing a crossword puzzle. This is where Lisa steps in.
2: Come on, come on, I was halfway through an operation when my license expired. I'll get to you, just as soon as I finish this crossword puzzle. Let's go, buddy.
3: I left bananas in my car.
2: Let's see, uh, ten across, Franklin Roosevelt's middle name. Excitement. Oh, wait, that don't fit.
3: Maybe you could use some help. (sniffs) FDR's middle name, Delano. Oxidized surface, well, that's rusty. Bartenders serve them dirty. Ham sandwiches. No, oh, martinis. All right. Then. One more word. Singer of Yentel. 13 letters. Um. I got it! Isaac Bechevis! Now give me my license! Give everyone their license! Yay!
2: Yay! Ooh, what is a four letter word for hero? Hero! Yes, but I meant Lisa. Lisa, Lisa,
0: Lisa I right. Okay. This is how we introduce the A-plot, I guess.
2: Uh, indeed.
0: I guess. Uh this is how Lisa is called into action because she wants to but the guy's just not working. Is nothing like what is it he doesn't have to do a crossword puzzle. I I don't get this. I don't understand. He just Yeah, is, it's like Lisa <sighs> It's like if okay, Matt, let, let here, let me presuppose a different setup here where the, uh Charles Bronson voice guy instead of needing to finish a crossword puzzle, he is trying to beat the final boss in a video game. So, Lisa would step in and beat the final boss of the video game and this episode's about video games instead? Basically, yes. He he's just not working. It is does nothing to do with crossword like okay. 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 So, we cut back to the B-plot. I'm going to call it the B-plot. It's very generous of me. I know. But I'm going to call it a B-plot. Uh, Grady wants Homer to break up with Julio because Julio... Well, oh, no, Grady is with Duffman now. Is that what's happening, Matt? I think I've fitted in a fugue state during all this stuff because it's so distasteful. You are 100% correct. Okay. Um, so, we so we have that. It, we're still following the B-plot. Homer. B-plot. cross Not involved with crosswords whatsoever. It is Homer breaking up couples. Okay, so now we cut back to Lisa. Lisa is now in her bedroom and she is obsessed with crossword puzzles. And Bart discovers this
3: with crosswords <laughs> it finally happened you've gone completely fruit loops fruit loops that's the answer to 38 down Two Cans delight no i mean you're loco in the cocoa cocoa ice rink drink you're losing it losing it risque 80s teen flick fine go nuts see if i care i care opticians concern oh thanks for your help bart bart san francisco people mover speaking of san francisco people mover
1: yes just so you're aware that was a fourth wall breaking throw to the next
0: scene. Yes. we this, we immediately jump to a gay club where Homer is breaking up, um, with Julio, uh, breaking up Grady and Julio on Grady's behalf. But this is the, the, okay. So here, more faint praise that, that, that bit of dialogue between Bart and Lisa is clever. It is. It really is. It's,
1: it's something that goes to show Lisa's, uh insanity essentially uh with what's going on here and it goes to show how bart would actually react it fits perfectly
0: and it, and, it, and it plays into the crossword bits like it it makes like oh yeah that's those it's wordplay i'm a sucker i'll take it you know that it's it's a little bit you know 30 seconds whatever but it's something but here with that faint praise comes a giant crashing wave of criticism you this is like six minutes in to the episode you don't need, like, extra reasons for Lisa to be obsessed with crosswords. Yeah, this is enough. You, you've made it plenty. But, but, like, the fact that they take so much time filled with nonsense to get us to this point, Matt. I'm just saying, like, Lisa is a nerd. She's on the record to liking puzzles and, 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 games that are, and puzzling and games that require puzzles. She, We've seen her multiple times. She's a nerdy character. It's her archetype. You could just have her do a crossword out, out of the blue to begin the episode. Like, you literally start here. And then this is the second or third scene that builds to... Oh, no. Now she's obsessed with them. You don't need to get this... Okay. Like, I literally put this in my clip. It's like, Lisa is obsessed with crosswords. You don't need a reason for this. You don't need... You I don't mean, need even to go if you need DMV. even if you
1: decide you need something you can just have oh Barge doing a crossword and Lisa helps boom done like, yeah that's,
0: that's enough that's it it doesn't need to be like I don't know why they go to the DMV why do they need lemonade stands why why any of this okay so that happens and then we go to the gay nightclub <sighs> oh, boy um Homer breaks up with Julio and then and then Matt we get a scene where he's dancing with Julio. And uh, he asks any if anyone else in the nightclub would like to break up with their partner. Uh, and I think half, basically everyone in a relationship raises their hand. And Homer's suggestion for this, which everyone in the club agrees to, totally cool with it. He says, just rotate one spot to your left. Just trade. Mm. Just trade. That's all you got to do. Oh, you don't want to be in a relationship? Just trade. Go to a new one. All right. I'll- <sighs> That's definitely how gay people work.
1: Yep, they'll go out with anybody. Just uh you know, they'll they'll go out with everyone around them at some point or another, and their relationships have to be short because you know it takes a while to get that many people. So, yeah, this is okay from two thousand
0: nine, I guess. Two yeah, thousand eight, late two thousand eight. Yeah. um <laughs> No one, do- no one talks. No season twenty, season twenty, man. I guess I a different time. Was it fourteen years ago? I guess. I guess. I I don't know. I don't know. I, I this is a, it's like a punch in the face. You're just like, ow, oh, wow. Why did I? Why did you do that? Why did you just punch me? Uh, that's how we end the. Let's we go to commercial break. Seven minutes and three seconds. Homophobia. Cool.
1: <sighs> Great way to go to a commercial break. Mate, I, guess, I, I guess. I uh,
0: guess it's we... not. It's not. I guess technically it's not homophobia. It's just stereotyping. It's just stereotyping. It's different. I'm sorry. I apologize. That's I was wrong. <laughs> Fair enough.
1: Uh, so when we come back, uh, Lisa has a opportunity to tell Marge about how much she loves crosswords, and that's how we start Act Two. That's just that's it.
3: Guess what, Mom? I'm a cruciverbalist. Another religion? <gasps>
1: you know, you're just gonna drop the whole
3: thing when you go to college and get a Jewish boyfriend. Probably, but a cruciverbalist is a fan of crossword puzzles, which I. Are- me too! I've been doing
2: them since 1958. Back then, we called them alphabet hotels, because every letter gets its own little room. <laughs> I still do the Springfield Chopper puzzle every day. <laughs> Grandpa,
3: everyone knows that the only real test of scale is the New York Times puzzle edited by Will Shorts.
2: Will and Shorts. Two things I'm no longer allowed to change by myself.
1: One, Lisa's wrong. There are lots of good crossword puzzles. Uh, it's not just the New York Times. <laughs> Two, do we really need the grandpa joke about Will and shorts? It's not even close to funny, and it barely makes sense. I, Why is it
0: there? I, Matt, I'm going to – this is perf- – I'll – I th- again, I've never watched this episode before. Okay? Never seen this episode before in my life. I'm watching this. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what the plot is going to be. These are always roller coasters. They always end up roller coastering myself into a grave. But I don't know what's happening at this point. Lisa getting obsessed with crosswords seemed perfectly fine as a plot. I'm not upset about any of this. This is like her, like Lisa getting hyper obsessed about something and focusing so crazy on it. And that's fine. Grandpa jokes are not great. um, But there's something. Pyramid. I'll, I'll, this is what I again faint praise. These are at least structured like jokes. I mean that is true. They're, they they are the attem- this They are attempts to write a to write a joke. Okay, it's not just Homer getting a bicycle seat shoved up his butt. Okay, this is a joke. Set up <laughs> punchline. Does it land? Not really. Not a lot. It's an attempt, but e for effort. Effort. That's all like like this crossword stuff has effort applied to it until Homer shows up. But they were not there yet. Until Homer shows up indeed. Yes. So <laughs> So Lisa begins
1: uh going about her normal day and starts seeing crossword stuff basically everywhere. Like we have a montage of her looking at everything around her, uh and you know, seeing rearranging the words to form a crossword. Meanwhile, quick back to Homer, where he now has a business dumping people for other people like he's got a whole business name and he's got stationery and all kinds of stuff and is constantly as a phone on the phone at work telling people about his
0: company where he dumps people is this immediately we go uh, back we get but, a, is this this is montage man. we get ma- um, is this montage man i want to say we get a montage here uh, of homer
1: not yet i don't think so
0: I mean, where? But he has the dream next, and I think the the dream is the last thing that happens in the B plot, so it has to be here. No, no, you're
1: right, you're right, you're right. Sorry, I'm thinking of a, a different montage. There's a the Lisa montage. <laughs> there's there's this mode. scene with Homer. There's a <laughs> montage of him dumping people, and then you're right, and then we go to Chalmers, and then.
0: So yeah, I was gonna say like I remember distinctly. There's this. I I don't remember most of the, all of the the montage of him dumping people, but there is the one at the baseball game with uh, Miss Hoover, um, where the dude is proposing and. Homer somehow animates himself on an LED board in the middle of a marriage proposal. Yeah, no, I know. I, I, it's just <laughs> again filler. Like, it's just like, what is this montage? What is this building towards? What is this? What is the point of this? Well, you see, Robbie, the point of this
1: is to pivot to something completely different. Uh, oh, okay. Got for it. no reason. Okay. Uh, so Lisa is doing her crossword thing at the school, uh, turning. I believe it's hopscotches, uh, squares into a crossword, which, clever, I'll give him that, uh, when Chalmers sees her and invites her to a local crosswording competition. We also get some bits about him annoying Skinner by saying things that make it seem like he wants Skinner's attention. Which, again, attempted a joke, fair
0: yeah, enough. Yeah, Those are, again, Matt, I didn't laugh, but they are jokes. At least attempts at jokes. Like, you know, they fit, they fit the format of a joke. It's something. It's something. Meanwhile, Homer is at home. Uh, with, uh, Marge, uh,
1: bragging to her about how much money he has made. And Marge is concerned that he has made it too easy for people to break up. And then we get a, a dream sequence that just, just, well, listen. Doo-doo-doo.
2: Marge, if I had $100 for every customer I'd broken up, I'd have exactly this amount. Because that's what I charge. <laughs> oh, me, I'm not
3: sure about this new business of yours. You're making it too easy for couples to break up just because they hit a rough patch.
2: I know this is hard on you, but in time you'll come to see it's for the best. That's one of your breakup lines.
3: What would have happened if there was someone who could break us up every time I had my doubts about you?
2: Who are you? We are the spirits of the relationships you killed.
1: Where are the babies? Those couples
2: would have. The antiques. Those couples would have bought together. Get him, chair. and babies. Homer. Arch, I'm getting out of the breakup business, and I don't know if I'll ever sleep soundly again. Well, maybe.
1: So yes, this is how we end Homer's breakup business. He has a bad dream about babies and antiques attacking him. At the end of it, never comes up again. Just Homer's done with this whole breakup thing. Not sure why it was
0: even included in the first place but okay if yeah if you write i'm going to this is obviously not what they did they uh they don't care uh this is the point if here's writing tip one another writing tip from Robbie uh Robbie's writing tips uh if you're writing an ancillary plot to your story and it just randomly ends in the middle of your basically your whole story uh you cut it completely <laughs> It doesn't need to exist. You 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 cut all of it. There's you literally. It doesn't need to exist. There's nothing that ties back to the original plot. You could instead fill this with actual plot development and make the a plot make sense because it certainly does not make sense by the end of this episode. Um, But instead, you just have this where it ends abruptly with no reason. Um, Also, Matt, I need to talk about this. I need to say this. Oh dear. Are you telling me, th- I'm, I'm, I don't think, I think this is, this is not subtext, this is text. Marge basically tells us in this, her little monologue there, that at multiple times in her relationship with Homer, if there was someone available to fulfill that role that Homer has been doing, where he breaks up with people for them, if there was someone who would do that for her, she would have broken up with Homer multiple times over. That is exactly what we were told, that Marge would have broken up with homer
1: several times. Uh, uh,
0: like, does anyone – is does the writing staff – does someone believe that? Does someone on the writing staff believe that, that it's bad to have someone who would do this?
1: I don't – I mean, maybe. Uh, maybe they're just saying that, oh, this is us doing a little fourth wall, Uh, you know, winking at the – the camera saying that oh yes we get it marge and homer have had rough patches and we're acknowledging that i
0: it you can have a rough patch without wanting to break up with somebody Uh uh-huh like there is it's not black and white there's a substantial area of gray so and maybe that's what they're trying to say, but yeah. it doesn't feel like it. It feels very much like, oh, well, breaking up with people is hard. And therefore, if it was easy, more couples would break up. And that's bad. Well, actually, I would agree. I would say the complete opposite, that it's very good uh, if it was easier to break up with people. Uh, it That's a good thing, because then less people are unhappy together. Right? Yes. OK. And it's very disconcerting for, to hear that, oh, actually, Marge has wanted to break up with Homer multiple times, but doesn't want to do it because she doesn't want to hurt his feelings. I mean that is what a breakup is. It's very is. depressing to know, but I believe it That is a breakup though. I uh, like that's what breakups are. It's when you hurt someone's feelings. It happens. It's a part of the deal. Um so that's gone at least that's gone that part is over, Matt. So there's a good side of there's a good part of that and a bad part of that. The good part is we don't have to worry about this terrible B plot anymore. Thank God. But the bad part is now Homer must infect the a plot. Oh yeah. 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 Tell us, Matt.
1: I don't want to rob it. Okay. <laughs> the faster you go the faster. I... faster I'll get this. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We go go so, dinner Um yeah. Uh Homer uh takes Lisa to the crossword uh competition, uh which is how Homer infects the A plot. Um uh, Homer drops Lisa off. She's having a lot of fun. Homer walks into another room and finds that oh, there's some guys who are betting on the competition because anytime there's any type of competition, you will find somebody who is willing to bet on it. Homer, uh, being a semi-good father in this for once, uh, bets on Lisa and wins because you know Lisa is obviously a very intelligent person and and you know wins the whatever match that she's part of. Uh, and then we get a montage of Lisa winning over and over again and Homer winning a whole
0: bunch of money uh, on her. Okay, Matt. Okay, one. This 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 montage of Lisa competing in the crossword competition is the best part of the episode. Oh, for sure. Because it looks nice. Like it has really well the the shots are, are 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 animated well and they're creative and they give us interesting perspective on what could be a really boring thing, but it demonstrates Lisa's intelligence and how much fun she's having engaging this competition. Um there is no nuance to any of this. The the ethics about betting that Homer is doing and all this, it is meaningless. They try and tie it in to make it a plot. By the end of this episode, it means nothing. I would I would argue at this point, betting on your child one way, either way, for or against, is immoral and unethical, and you shouldn't do it. <laughs> you you should not get money involved. Because uh, it doesn't matter. Whatever you want, your whatever you're doing is going to be affect how you view your child. If they win a lot, you're going to want to put pressure on them to win more. If they lose, you're going to get resentful against them because they're losing and you've lost money. So don't do it. But that's not. I ju- I'm just saying this, Matt. It does not in- enter this equation whatsoever. Lisa actually gets angry that Homer bets against her in a moment. So right like lisa
1: homer has been betting on her for a very long time yeah like okay we're gonna get to the end of this and i'm gonna have a a way that this episode could have ended much better but okay let's keep going with this for now so uh lisa is worried that she's going to self-sabotage on the final competition uh she is worried that she always feels like she doesn't deserve her success again a fantastic thing to base an episode around it's completely forgotten seconds later (laughs) <laughs> like that, yes that is something that lots of people do i mean people have imposter syndrome people self-sabotage that is a wonderful thing for someone like lisa who probably who might do that to have a whole plot based around. i mean not a whole episode maybe just an a plot or a b plot but fantastic homer the only, the only reason this is in this episode is it causes homer to change his bet to be against lisa for her final uh you know uh, cross competition and of course everyone is disgusted by homer even the bartender who is taking his bet because obviously they shouldn't be. Uh, in the final competition, it is Lisa versus Gil Gunderson. You know, Gil, sad, sad. Gil gives Lisa a, a sad story about you know how he's doing it for his—I forget his sister, wife. I can't remember. Robbie, who, some other, some woman. He's doing this for mom. Maybe I don't remember. I don't. I Matt, I can't take Gil seriously, especially at this. Gil sucks at everything, but in this, he is guileful and really good at crosswords at the same time. Like it, it, he has glasses. He pretends to lose them to distract Lisa from actually doing the crossword, so she goes to pick them up for him because she feels bad for him. And he finishes the crossword and just
0: absolutely destroys her. So
1: the whole thing about self sabotage is pointless.
0: The moment they the moment they introduce Gil, I'm like, blink, just they, I, I flip the switch. I'm like, I don't, I don't, what is this? Why is it Gil? All people, why, why have Gil there? Like you couldn't pick anyone else. Why isn't it Chalmers? Or anywhere, even someone we've never met before. Like, that, that seems much better to not make into a jerk like this. But also, it's just, like you said, the self-sabotage stuff is immediately, wow, that could be interesting. And immediately they, it has nothing to do with self-sabotage. It has to do with Lisa being a caring person. She's worried about Gil because he drops his glasses and he seems sad. And then he immediately is like, ah, I lied. And you're like, oh, well, Gil, I'm glad that you fail at everything in life because you're a jerk apparently yeah so yes and this is the
1: end of the act because she loses and homer wins big apparently he bet like really hard or that or you know Gil was the underdog i guess and the odds were heavily stacked in lisa's favor uh but homer
0: wins a ton of money and we go to a commercial and but there's no there is no again no hints about any what this means there is you develop if you want to make this the plot about about Lisa and and upset about Homer betting on her and all that stuff. You have to foreshadow that. You have to build it. You have to develop it. You have to g- give us an idea of why this is bad. It, you, like, it, it's just like, no, I'm going to bet. I'm going to do it. Oh, I want a bunch of money. Okay. But what does it mean? Oh, you're not going to tell us until the third act. Literally, you're not going to start the plot until five minutes to go in the episode or less for that matter because we immediately kick off the third act at I had the timestamp 15:52 which is literally 5 minutes left in the episode to set up both we we literally don't have a conflict yet nope have 16 minutes in an episode zero conflict people just do things and things happen but no one wants anything Homer no wants money i guess the most boring like oh, i'm a man i like money so i'm going to bet but like can't we can't make this better we can't make this more interesting than homer wants money and lisa likes crosswords you can't those are it's literally like the first thing you do when you write a character is you go what do they want and what does that mean about them why do they want that thing why does lisa like crosswords and why does she get satisfaction from solving them Oh, because it shows her; shows she's smart. It challenges her in a lot of ways. And typically, Lisa's not big on competition, but in this case, maybe she likes it. Why is that? That'd be interesting to examine. They don't do that. Well, Homer, sure, Homer wants money, but why does he need money? Like, they don't need to pay their bills. There's no pressure. If Homer needed to pay for something, something drastic, maybe it's something for Lisa, even. Maybe he needs a lot of money for this thing for Lisa. Maybe he needs she needs to they need to, she needs to get to the next crossword competition. So they need to pay for the travel. They don't have the money. Well, how am I going to get that money? Oh, bet I'll gamble. Oh, I have this opportunity. Maybe I don't want to bet on things involving my child, but I need money, and this is an opportunity. And I do believe that Lisa's smart and good at this crossword. It, those are literally single layers that I came up with at this exact moment. They didn't bother doing that, um, because of the third act. <laughs> Oh my god. This third act is is it's, it's, yeah. is so bad. So okay, we start the third act with Lisa learning that Homer bet against her.
3: Boy, Dad seems awfully happy. And there's something different about him. He bought new shoelaces with fancy metal tips. <laughs> Did you come into some money we don't know about?
2: <gasps> no.
3: You got highlights in your hair.
2: Ah, uh, the sun did that.
3: And your car antenna has been straightened and re What's going on?
2: Well, sweetie, Daddy made a little extra money betting against you in the crossword tournament. You'll understand when you're a parent placing large wages against your own children. I hope you're not mad.
3: No, I'm not mad.
0: Okay, Matt. Uh-huh. The kids notice that Homer has money. Uh-huh. Homer can't lie to say he got it somewhere else? I mean, he can't, and for a very specific reason. Would you like to know what that reason is, Robbie? Uh, Is it because the plot dictates that he doesn't? Ding, ding, ding! You are <laughs> oh, correct. Oh, no, no, I hate that answer. It's always the answer, though. Uh, so we have a montage here of Lisa. If Homer asks Lisa if she's mad at him in every single moment, Lisa goes, No no i'm not so montage another montage uh takes up time does nothing wastes time like you just introduced this conflict and we spend another 30 seconds of this montage delaying it when you could just have lisa be upset quietly in her bed crying or something and not wanting to talk to homer about it but instead we get this montage of lisa being like the stand she's she's eight She's an eight year old girl. Why are they why are they writing this like this is some weird relationship? Like, you know, like your girlfriend or wife would get mad at you and they're not saying it. Like, why? OK, Um. so Lisa won't say why she's upset. Eventually she does, though. Eventually they we get here where Homer confronts Lisa at school and she tells him that she's mad and is changing her last name.
2: Lisa, sweetie, please look at your daddy. You stopped being my
3: daddy as soon as you bet against me. All I have now is a mom, which is why I'm taking her maiden name. From now on, I'm Lisa Bouvier. Hey, Mr. S, Lisa B. No! Would you like to buy some band candy?
2: Yes! Lisa's mad at me, and now she's using Marge's maiden name instead of mine. Homer, whatever you've done to that little girl, you just got to do something even nicer to win her back. She may never take back your name, but there's still a chance she'll take you back as a daddy. Wow. Nobody gives better parenting advice than childless drunks. So the name Lisa Simpson is
1: available, huh? Huh. Not a good will attached to that name. I'm going to take it. <coughs> Lisa's Tavern. Lisa speaking okay so we're just gonna step aside the whole Moe taking lisa's name because that makes no sense whatsoever and i just it's so absurd it hurts secondly robbie where does this whole lisa taking uh marge's name where does it go like what happens what the, was the fallout from this uh there's none oh
0: that's right because nothing happened it doesn't matter it doesn't like it is the most inexplicable next like okay I think this should have happened like this conflict of between Homer and, and, and Lisa. All right. I don't like, it doesn't make any sense. Like him, like her being upset that he's game. Like I would prefer it just be, she's upset. He's gambling on her in general, not for or against, but in general, but I can understand like why a child would go. You didn't believe in me. You know, you didn't think I could win. I mean, Lisa, you literally did just tell him that you self-sabotage. So and you did lose. But despite all that, like I don't mind them being upset, Lisa being upset at Homer. That's fine. Uh I don't know why it goes to changing her- she's taking Marge's last name. One she's an 8-year-old girl. It she can't legally do anything. No. All she can do is go by that name. She can go like you yeah, call me Lisa Bouvier and and Homer goes no, <laughs> I'm not going to. You're still Lisa Simpson, and no one at school would, and all the people at school would also, when they call roll, it'd still be Lisa Simpson. No one would care, but whatever. I don't know why. Why is it this? It is like you said, Matt. It goes nowhere. Not per- there's no purpose to this. It actually, again, gets away from the the root of this because it never becomes about why Homer did the thing he did, and it, it because there is no and. I, I guess I get why they don't do that go that way because there is no reason. They just had him do it because they didn't have anything else to write. They just went, eh, he does this. They don't have, they didn't have a reason for write it that way, so they don't have a reason for Homer to actually do it. So it becomes oh Homer did something stupid and he's sorry. That's all it is. And like that's boring. It, that is it there's just no character there. There's no there's no more there. There's no there there what is this episode about crosswords? No, it's not because there's no more crosswords in it. Except for this, this, the, this completely like fabricated ending that we're going to get to because now Marge asked Lisa to reconsider using Marge's last name. Okay. Why? Where Marge has not been here for any of this. Wouldn't Marge go to Homer and say, Hey Homer, apologize to your daughter and like give like do something and no we don't get that scene like that scene should be here where we get homer and marge no scene. And what
1: this what this is
0: the whole point of the scene is for marge to ask Lizzie to the
1: crossword because she is in on it yes but like, and obviously
0: there should be scenes too- in between that set up conflict and, and 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 the and them coming back together there should be scenes that develop all these things because this should be in the second act moving into the third act they don't have time for any of that. Um, and what you said, that's what happens. So this whole scene exists, like you said, Matt, to get Lisa this magic crossword puzzle. <laughs> uh-huh. That's all it is. Because uh, Marge basically tricks Lisa into to taking this crossword puzzle, solving it, and we get an unearned ending.
3: Last clue. Loses on purpose. Huh. <gasps> Oh, Will Shorts, you clever rascal. (laughs) And a new record time! Wait a second. Dumb dad sorry for his bet. Wow, it's almost as if dad planted that message. No, it must just be a weird coincidence. But what if it's not? Oh, it must be. Or mustn't it not? This is crazy but did you plant a message to me in the new york times crossword puzzle
2: well i had a little help from this guy
3: (gasps) new york times crossword editor will shorts (gasps) and master puzzle constructor merle regal
2: i actually wrote that crossword and i edited it now get back to crosswording yes sir
3: well i must admit i'm kind of touched (laughs) dumb dad sorry for his bed (laughs) nice
2: You didn't get Homer's whole message, Lisa. I didn't? Take a look at the first letters of all the clues. Dear Lisa, you make me so happy. Really, really, really happy. Sorry, he told me I needed 144 letters. What was my point again? Oh, right. Bouvier or Simpson, I
0: cherish you. And then we get a song. Yep. Again, in a vacuum, this is clever. This it is, is. In a vacuum. By itself. Like, without context, you're like, oh, this is nice. This is sweet. It makes sense. It's thought out. It's clever. They had to build a crossword puzzle, which apparently Will Schwartz did. Apparently, this is the work of Merle Regal and Will Schwartz. Like, that actual crossword puzzle is something they made. And they they did that there was tie-ins to the New York Times crossword puzzle alongside this episode, and that's all well and good, but I don't care. It's not in the episode. I'm not going to give the episode bonus points for that. But there is nothing that builds to this. This conflict literally started three minutes ago, and it never made sense in the first place. Why? Why is Matt, I'm going to ask you a question. Why is uh-huh. Lisa upset that Homer bet against her? I assume,
1: because we don't know this that she believes that Homer doesn't have faith in her. Despite the fact that uh, Homer uh, told her, she told Homer that she will likely fail because she's self-sabotaging. The correct thing for Homer in this this situation to do would be to, uh, you know, um, encourage her and tell her that that's not going to happen. But instead, she's mad at him. And I, I don't know. I can see why she would be mad at him instead of encouraging her like a father is supposed
0: to do, that he bet against her. But she's kind of the one who told him to. So here this here, Matt, this is the answer. This is the actual answer to the question is uh we don't know. We don't know why she's angry. We know she's angry. I I can only judge what the episode gives us, okay? And yes, you're right, like you could assume that it's because, oh, she wants him to have faith in her. But and I would even agree to that fully if it's brought up tangentially earlier in the episode, you know, let's say like, you know, when Lisa first is starting doing competitions and maybe Homer goes, you sure you like here? This is, again, just theory crafting. Lisa's about to enter a competition for the first time. And Homer goes, are you sure, honey? Those are you're going against adults, you know, and these people theoretically are really good at crosswords. And Lisa goes, you know, Lisa goes, what, Dad, you don't believe in me? And you could have that moment of, oh, Lisa values that. Lisa values Homer's faith in her, that she can win in this competition. So it establishes that as a fact. And then later on, you don't have to have actual, be explicit in dialogue, because we have already set it up. Mar, Homer and Lisa... Lisa can be mad at him, and then eventually, you know, Homer can go. Maybe Homer misunderstands why she is upset, and then she finally breaks down and is like, "Hey, I it doesn't. I don't really care if I win or lose, but I do care if you believe that I can win or lose." That's establishing that development, and then then. Building it up and then using it as a big crux of your clim- your climax and your your the plot points where Homer eventually does give her this crossword and that it makes a big apology and stuff like that and instead of oh I'm sorry I made a dumb bet it's I'm sorry I didn't believe in you like because that's and that's meaningful that's actual that's about actual belief and choice not about gambling like oh I gambled and I was stupid of me. Well, yeah, of course it's stupid of you, Homer. Every mistake you've ever made in a Simpsons episode is because you're stupid. <laughs> it that's the it's the the blandest, laziest, lowest hanging fruit you could base a plot point around. Make it more layers. Just two layers. Really? That's all I have added is one additional layer and it is the barest level of character development. They don't even do that. There is it this they instead have 8 minutes of Homer dumping people for no reason and then we get him shoehorned into this a plot of lisa doing crosswords and we never learn why lisa does crosswords she just does them we don't learn whys of anything because they don't decide to develop anything it is that we have homer breaking people up and terrible jokes about gay people like what is this what is this like, there, and it's like, it's not like this episode is devoid of creativity. The crossword stuff is like interesting at times, and they do really fun stuff with the animation and, and show. And it, like, there's parts of this where I go, did they even write that? Like, that scene where Lisa's like at, in the bus and she's looking out the window and she sees all the crosswords, you know, build on each other. Was that written? Or did the animators do that work? Did the director do that work? Yeah, did the director be like, "Well, I I have stuff I need to fill this time. Let's make a montage. Let's have a crossword thing go like, but it's cr- visually creative, but it's not I, like did they, if they wrote that, I'd be impressed. I don't think I, I don't I don't think they did, but I maybe they did. But why on earth is there so much Homer in this? Like in this B this I call it a B plot. It's not a plot because there's no arc in it. Homer just does it for a while and then stops because he has a nightmare about. People being angry. Why are they angry? All those people like, I'm sorry that the your part, your your girlfriend, boyfriend, whoever wanted to break up with you, but that's life, man. But they don't care about that. Le- they don't even care about that level of depth. They don't even get there. We can't even get Homer going. I'm not. I'm just fulfilling a role. It's, I'm not actually making these people break up. They want to break up already. I'm just making it easier for them and making people happier in the long run. That should have been how you resolve that B plot, but they don't care about that. Marge, as I said, is a crazy person who thinks that people who are unhappy together should just stay together because they're just going through a rough patch. Okay, Marge. <sighs> Matt, yes, Robbie. I don't. They they get they're going to get better, right?
1: I mean, they're going to get mediocre.
0: That's that is better.
1: That is better. I mean, we, we've seen it in the more recent seasons. It might just take another ten years, <laughs> I mean, ten it's,
0: seasons. It's only five years for us. Thankfully, we can crank through two. We crank through two seasons a year, uh, two two oh, seasons yeah. and change. So there's not 24 episodes in a season anymore. <laughs> there's there's like 20, 21. So we we you know every few years we get we're getting closer and closer. Um, this episode, I got every week. I'm like maybe they'll pull it out. Nope, just fall <laughs> right on their face. We'll rank this at the end of the show. Hey, Amen. Hey, oh, Robbie, is this episode broken?
2: Yes no you were right the first time with that quick fix idea let's see
1: quick fix quick fix Ah. yes
0: it is incredibly broken
1: i mean you've already gone over most of the ways
0: yeah i okay fix it not that hard one cut the b (laughs) plot. gone (laughs) off off what it said no need for it it does nothing it's not funny all it does is fill time. You know what you should do to fill that time? You write meaningful the meaningful character and write jokes, funny jokes. God almighty. Um, Matt, you said you had some idea earlier. What was your idea for ending the episode? What, so what, what, what were you going to say? My idea for right
1: the episode is let's just get rid of the whole thing where Homer bets against Lisa and Lisa finds out and makes it sad. We can just get rid of that. Look, I feel like that is a... It could be part of the episode. It could not be part of the episode. If you were to make this episode not part of the episode, you'd have an ending that moves the competition uh, to be more of the episode. Like Throughout the episode, you have Homer uh, betting against Lisa, and uh, or betting for uh, with Lisa, and then other stuff happens. Maybe there's a B-plot involved. At the end of the episode, you have Homer bet against Lisa, but cheer her on during the finale so she wins anyway. So she knows that her father supports her, and then uh Lisa finds out and is like dad you you lost so much money and Homer says it's more important that I am your father and I I support you in all possible ways and then you could just have a sweet moment at the end where Lisa knows that her father supports her even if it costs him everything because Homer is terrible with money so he would have lost it some other way I, I,
0: there is many ways you could do it this is like so as someone pointed out in our uh, constant news group this is a very much this is a Lisa the Greek a lot of Lisa the Greek in this um, obviously with the, the influence about the gambling and all that stuff. And that's how Lisa the Greek effectively ends. That's where Le- Homer doesn't care if he wins or loses. He cares if he's spending time with his daughter. He cares about the relationship above everything else. And that's I- I'm I'm like, it's not the direction of that, Matt. Like, Or the, even this episode. The way it ends is perfectly fine. It's about like, I just don't understand how you could look at this episode and go oh, there's enough to make this make sense like I, you don't have to be a genius to watch this and recognize these facts i have to believe that the writing staff and the creative staff matt Groening, al jean they've at this point seen hundreds of episodes of the simpsons and they just just said no nah, it's fine let's go through it let's go with it it's fine we don't have time to go back and fix it i guess make it better make it not even not even make it great and maybe not even good, but make it okay. They don't even bother doing that. They're just like, oh, we have an ending. That's good enough. No one will remember and recognize the fact that it doesn't make any sense along any of a step along the way. That's the p- part that bothers me. It's like this is an easy fix. You just said what you said, perfectly fine. Works. They didn't do, but they didn't bother. like I it's not like the creative stuff doesn't know that. Why don't they just write the write the scenes, man? <sighs> Let's move on. Let's. Next, it's time for a next segment. It's time for Comments in the News Group. Okay, here we are. Alt.nerd.obsessive. Uh, Comments in the News Group is where I ask our patrons over there. Patreon.com slash Show. Uh, to give uh, their thoughts about episode. I read them all there. first from Tim. Well, this episode definitely had more than its share of lows. Ahem, the whole experience with Homer going to the gay club had a handful of decent moments as well. I was happy to see the sarcastic salesman and Gil each get rare moments of dignity. Granted Gil was being a jerk about it, but still also there was some good detail going on, particularly with Homer's breakup schedule, going back to the dark side, having Will shorts and the other guys serve no purpose whatsoever. But anyways, this felt like a lazy version of Lisa, the Greek, Still, I did feel that this actually did move at a fairly brisk pace, so I'll suggest number 348 from Derek. Do you like like Lisa the Greek? Yes. Do you like season 20 of The Simpsons? No. Do you want to see Lisa the Greek remade in the style of a season 20 Simpsons episode? No. Well, then you're in luck because we've gone and done it boy Lisa gets into crossword puzzles. It's about as riveting as it sounds, but this episode also has an unlikable Lisa, unlikable Homer, and out of character detestable Gil, making for an episode that is not just boring, but unpleasant to watch. There are some wholly disposable guest stars with quotation marks so big they can be seen from Jupiter, and you have another worthless outing to add to the pile. Tell us what you really think, Derek. I mean, to be fair, I was, I've been fairly cynical this entire episode, so you're fine. Uh, from Benjamin, bland and unfunny with some tasteless gay jokes. Homework season twenty Simpsons. Not much to really say about this one, other than it exists. Amen. From JJ. Finally, this one is even more poorly structured at pace than usual. Why did we start a Homer B plot about him breaking up couples, only for it abruptly end eleven minutes in? Then have him immediately and awkwardly migrate into the A plot. What was the point? It's so messy. This episode would have been a lot better if it had focused on Lisa's self doubts and how she always but sabotages herself when she finds happiness. That was interesting. Gil tricking Lisa to win was interesting. They should have expanded on that and made that the plot. You don't need Homer letting his daughter down again to force conflict. Do an episode when you already had it with Gil. few good jokes, but he, Homer ruins his few sparks of potential this episode had. Yeah. Not a lot of reviews this week because um can't say this episode warranted them, to be fair. Uh, appreciate everyone who did leave a review. If you would like to leave one for these terrible episodes, this cavalcade of calamities, pretty pain, as I've said. Join our Patreon, Patreon.com/show. We can move on to our next segment. It's time for the listener question of the week.
2: Let's try one more number. <gasps> Yellow. KBVL
3: is going to give me something stupid. Well, hot dog, we have a wiener.
2: Yellow. Our
0: listener question of the week this week is: What is your favorite quote from a flashback episode? Tons of great answers. All very charming and very funny. Matt, take it away. Alrighty. First up from Brandon:
1: Why did you ask a question with only one correct answer? As soon as you stop this car, I'm going to hug you. And kiss you, and then I'll never be able to let you go. Uh, from Casey, I keep them where I need them most. And Homer's collage that says do it for her never fails to make me cry. Uh, from Matt, the episode itself isn't a flashback, but the reference is. Maybe it's the beer talking, Marge, but you got a butt that won't quit. They got those big chewy pretzels here. Ah, the $5, get out of here. Uh, From Benjamin, Krusty, I personally am going to spit in every 50th Krusty Burger. Homer, I like those odds. From Tim, uh, from Homer's Barbershop Quartet, no, we need a name that's witty at first, but it seems less funny each time you hear it. How about the (laughs) B-sharps? Oh, from Derek lousy, traumatic childhood from Lisa's Sachs is one for the ages. It's really hard to choose a quote for this because the sheer variety in those old flashback shows. They were gener- genuinely heartfelt, cynical, gritty, grittily realistic, and cartoonishly OTT. It's over the top. They reared between all of these things, sometimes in the one episode, and yet it was still somehow cohesive. Dangerous Curves was not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, from Matt Wayscast, and Maggie makes three. Not a quote, but it always brings a tear to my eye when we pan over Homer's workspace and see his so-called motivational plaque do it for her uh from at the andrew blog if you ever travel back in time don't step on anything because even the tiniest change can alter the future in ways you can't imagine who among us hasn't heard that advice on our wedding day (laughs) i've given that advice on a lot of wedding days uh from at yes it's aaron lisa simpson has won the nobel prize for kickboxing uh at matt hippie 200 police chief wiggum acne remains but has been disappearing my asthma's gone. Listen to me breathe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, from Matt D. Jacobson, uh, Why aren't there any pictures of Maggie? Well, I'm glad you asked. Oh, there are pictures. I keep them where I need them the most cheering up. And to the do it for her on the plaque. I may not have a child. I have a wife and a dog and working two jobs. That's my reminder of why. Uh, from Matt I9, Mom, make Dad tell the story right. That's what really That's what really happened. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot a shotgun in the eye—that's marketing for you, Robbie. What is your answer?
0: Oh, there's so many good choices. Um, and I do want to go for a funny one, but I have to go with the, the heartfelt. And again, and then even then, there's so many good choices. But they do it for her—it's so iconic, and it's so recognizable, and it's so—I don't know. There is that—I don't know. It's so. That's the word I'm looking for. It is, and I I mean, recognizable in the fact that everyone has that motivation for why they do any like a, anything they don't like. They're like, oh, I don't want to go to work today, but I will because of this, you know. And when you connect it so strongly to Maggie, who oftentimes is basically forgotten, because uh, hey, Matt, was Maggie in this episode? Yes, she was stirring the lemonade. (laughs) That's the only time that we saw her in this whole episode. She stirred the lemonade. She's in one scene in this episode. But that episode does a really good job of focusing on her and making us and reminding us, oh yeah, Maggie's important. She's actually always on Homer's mind. What is your answer, Matt?
1: My answer uh is uh agreeing with Brandon that there's only one correct answer. As soon as you stop (laughs) this car, I'm gonna hug you and kiss you,
0: and then I'll never be able to let you go. I knew you were going to say that. Matt. I knew that was going to be your answer. I mean, I really can't pick anything else. I knew you were going to say it. Uh, next week's question: Who's your favorite lesser-known guest star? And I'll let you—you you can decide what that means. You know, uh, dark horse, dark horse guest star. Not, uh, you know, not a big superstar, maybe, but someone you personally really appreciate. And maybe that means that might be that might be different for some, maybe. But you, you know. Yeah, I'm, I have a way with words, Matt. I don't know if you know that.
1: I, I You have a way with written words, that's for sure.
0: <laughs> but not
1: so much with the spoken? I mean, I'll let anyone who has heard your sign-off in this podcast uh, what, answer that. What
0: are you talking about? It's always very coherent and cohesive. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> we can move on to our next uh, segment. Uh, it's time for the No Google Trivia Challenge.
2: I am too smart. I am too smart. It's marty I mean, S M A R R T.
0: The no Google Trivia challenges where Matt and I each challenge each other to through trivia questions. One easy, one medium, and one hard, and try and stump the other. Matt is losing so far this season. And I have to keep up the pressure. I'm a little worried now that I've gone easy on him today. Oh, really? You've gone easy on me? Oh, okay. I don't know, Matt. It's. Sometimes I'm never sure. Like, I just go, like. I look. I I ask the I ask the question myself, and I go. There's no. I don't know that. I had to look that up. But Matt, mm, <laughs> maybe he does. Uh, Matt, are you ready for your easy question? I am ready. In Lisa the Greek, Homer and Lisa bet on what sport? Uh, that is football. That is correct. I would also accept it. American football. Oh, that's true. American football, not footy. Not footy. All right. Your easy
1: question. In the episode grade school confidential who saw Skinner and Kerbobble making babies in the closet and had the baby look at them
0: <laughs> it's ralph ralph wiggum you are correct <laughs> It's, it's i don't i i just it makes you laugh every time Matt. Right? every time i know right every time it makes you laugh uh it always works um okay your mute question in least the great who wins the duff bowl
1: oh god it is um I want to say Duff Light.
0: I'm sorry, Matt. It is Duff Dry. Damn.
1: Dry. Oh, that's, that was... That was oh. Thought about that real hard, but then I was like, no, I don't even know if Duff Dry was in there. I thought it was just Duff and Duff Light. Duff Dry wins the... Duff Dry won the Duff Bowl. All right. Fair enough. All right. Your medium question. What popular, popularity level are Bart and Milhouse currently at in grade school confidential?
0: Is this a number? It is a number. Yes. You're not going to tell me the scale, though, are you? Not even a little bit. Okay. Uh, so is it out of ten? Is it out of ten or is it a five? I think it's got out of ten. That's my gut. I think my gut says it's out of ten. And Milthouse is describing where they're at.
1: they are six. Six out of ten. I'm sorry, Robbie. There are three point five. They get beat up but they get
0: an explanation. Three point five out of do we even know? Nope. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's fair It's Scale does not even show up. Okay. All right. That's fair enough. All right. Your hard question, Matt. What is the name of Troy McClure's character in his new TV show? Okay. Um, If you get this right, I will be so angry. (laughs) I will be so upset.
1: What? I'm trying to
0: think. No, don't think. A retired
1: cop and a retired criminal. (laughs) No. No. Um, No, please. I believe it is Jack Handel. I can't believe it.
0: You are (laughs) I cannot believe
1: this. It's called "Handle with Care," Robbie.
0: How do you remember that? You're driving me crazy. How do you remember that, Jack? Handle? You remember Jack? You remember "Handle with Care"? Oh my lord! <laughs> oh god, my sire! I told you I went too easy on you. Apparently, you you made your hard question something that was audible. Like I, that's the all right. <laughs>
1: Your your hard question. What is on the marquee at the Springfield Aztec Theater when Skinner and Kerbopple attend?
0: I don't know. I have no idea. Um uh, the marquee is it, I feel like it's some like there it's advertising some movie marathon. That's what my gut says. But I have no idea what movie. Like uh it's it says uh, presenting Ernest, the Ernest movie marathon. They're doing earnest movies. I believe you were thinking of a different episode. Uh, it's like
1: dry faster, grandma. Oh, that's in too many grams. So sorry. This is movie with air conditioning. That's what it's <laughs> on. It didn't even come up with a title. It just says movie with air conditioning. I um, mean, uh, what's the earnest movie?
0: I don't remember. I just I don't remember. I was just like trying to piece together one fake thing. I don't remember anything about what. Again, the fact that it says movie with air conditioning is enough. That's obviously so generic. Yeah. Well, Matt, you've narrowed your the lead that I had. Oh, sorry, Robbie. Not a big fan of that. You know, you could not do that. Maybe I know I'm a monster. Could like let let me have one? You know, maybe be you know?
1: We'll see. We'll see. You're not
0: gonna do that. You 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 delight in pain. I got to make it close at least. N- no, you really don't. You can easily just let me. You know, you could easily just, no, don't let me win. I don't want to win that way. <laughs> I want to win the right way. Although it would be nice to win once in a while, you know. I mean, you have won a couple of them. Uh, yeah, but I have a one-point lead now, man,
1: I think. You just have to make sure that you, uh, you, you, uh, you bone up on your Simpsons knowledge. And,
0: Actually, and, no, two-point uh, two, two point lead. I, I have a two-point lead. See, that's practically infinite. <laughs> infinite. <laughs> I did I, you a five. I had a five point lead. Now it's only two. Oh, okay. Um, that's it for trivia. We can move on to our final segment. The segment we have every single episode with. It's time for best episode ever. Best episode ever. Best episode ever. It's a part of the show where, man, and I rank the episodes categorically. So we watch them chronologically, eventually compiling a list of every episode ever and how good they are. <sighs> uh, I don't know, man. Like, I, I'm tr- I try. I really do try to keep. <laughs> i like it i can feel it i feel the pressure of us watching all these episodes in a row and it builds up this this disdain i have for the show and how lazy they have been for years now i but i don't want That I want to. I'm trying watch this episode in a vacuum and judge it all by itself, not by the fact that yes, there's been dozens of episodes before that have also been terrible, that do the same exact things, and that's really that's also very grating. Is when you're watching episodes over and over, so many episodes in a row, and they all make the same mistakes. They never learn. They never. They don't try. Mm -hmm. It's always the same. But trying to keep this in its own place. Not let it. Not let context and effect. This episode's bad, but and it should feel bad. It should feel bad. I I did definitely agree with you there. It should it's bad, it should feel bad. But it is not the worst.
1: That's what I was thinking because I was looking at episodes that we had recently, like Lost Horizon and Papa Don't Leech, and quite frankly, it's better than those. I think like it's not horrid. It's just kind of not good
0: yeah it's better than those i agree um i think it is like in the it's in the tier above that um but not honestly it's not that much better um no no no. i was like directly above that. oh directly okay um i think that's i i think it would be a a little higher i would put this um like i think okay for i know for sure i think the ziff who came to dinner is better than this and that's number 343. Okay, that's number 343. I think that is absolutely better than this. And I think it is absolutely, it is better. I think it is better than, I I would say it's absolutely better than Revenge is a Dish Best Dish Best Served three times. I would, would 100% agree. So I think it's in between those, which is a, a span of like 12 episodes. It's somewhere in that gap. 13, 14 episodes. Okay. You said it's better than revenge, right? I think it's better. Yes, I don't above okay. that. I, uh, sure. I don't know, but, okay, it's better it's than better. double double boy. On, it's d- better than double double boy in trouble. Correct. I would
1: actually say I. I I'm going to constrain this further. I'm going to say this is um, worse than future drama, which is not a good episode. Bad episode in general, but
0: I, I agree. Think I think I,
1: I. I agree. Future drama, I think, is a tiny bit better. Tiny bit yeah all right so i'm looking at something like homer's paternity coot
0: what do you think about that one? homer's paternity coot is the episode where homer might have a different father but probably not oh and we meet him and he's who is that guy i can't remember this matt like i feel like i have brain damage uh mason fairbanks mason fairbanks that's not a bad name for like a fake but michael michael york plays him uh how's the episode end why why does they why do they briefly think that mason is his dad because abe cheated with somebody or no mona cheated with somebody Uh, yeah mona
1: cheated with somebody and there was a letter that got lost that mason wrote to mona
0: oh this is this is Uh, this episode is better than that this episode is better okay i i can't Uh, this is literally just hearing the description of it is making me tired uh (laughs) So this is less this is less convoluted. This is better. Jazzy and the Pussycats is right above it. Oh, that's the Vegas. So jazz wives. and the Pussycats. Which I, as I as recall, you had a very big problem with Bart learning the drums so quickly in that. Oh god, I hated it so much. Uh it's hard to play the drums, Matt. <laughs> okay? I just want to make that it's hard to play the drums. Um mm-hmm. Oh that's the animal shelter one too. Oh my. This is better. Yeah. Yeah. I'll this be is better. There. This is better than that. So the one I don't remember though is Millhouse of Sand and Fog. I don't remember what that is. I'm fairly certain that is the episode where it starts off as a um Kirk and Luann episode and then it becomes a Homer Marge episode. Yes, that is what happens. Hmm. And Millhouse dies at the Milhouse end. Millhouse dies? Yeah, he's dead. Huh. Okay. Millhouse jumps off a cliff and falls into a river. And we never no one ever rescues him. He's fine. I mean, he just dies, I guess, or he's okay. He swims real well. I don't know. Um, I think this episode is better than that. Yeah, yeah. So we're back up to future drama. I think that's where it is then. Yeah, I think it's right I'm in that spot. You. I think there's, there's, I think it's that that narrow little slice. Like, and I think I don't know. There's, there's, there's tiny little shreds of good things in this episode, but it is all squandered. And my god, the Homer stuff is so bad. So bad, it's so pointless. Homer, I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm not really typing all that out. What am I? What is what am I? A farmer? <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make sense. <laughs> that doesn't reference makes zero sense in this context, whatever. Um, let's, so Homer and Lisa exchange crosswords as uh, so new number 346 on our list. Uh, break below future drama, right above Mill House of Sand and Fog. Post your in your ranking, in leaves it at number 155. Um, number one on the list is still Homer's Enemy. And last place is still Codependence Day. Probably will be there forever, but maybe not, because I'm always surprised. Um, we're not done yet, though, Matt. We have one more thing to do. One more question to answer. My question is, do we shoot this episode out of the cannon? The
3: cannon! The cannon! The cannon! The cannon! The cannon!
0: Does this stay or not?
1: It's tough because, quite frankly, there's nothing in this episode that makes me want to just kick it out for being awful. I,
0: uh, I don't, I don't really care either way. I, I, I'm, I'm often on the team of like include it if you can, if there's any viable way, you mm-hmm. include it. Um, and there is, there is little nuggets in this episode. Like some of the CrossFit stuff is, is clever. <sighs> like if it was if I went by my gut, my personal feelings, no, absolutely not. I hate it. <laughs> but <laughs> but the canon, theoretically, at least in in typical in art, the canon is above your personal feelings. It has nothing to do if you personally dislike or like something. It is if it is valuable in a grander context. In any way. I don't know if it's valuable in a broader context I just
1: don't see it as being bad enough in, To
0: exclude a broader all. discussion Of the Simpsons is it, is it Could it be this is a theoretical Question could it be at a A, a level that is it is A footnote that is worth you should Watch I mean, you, you need you should be able to you should Watch this episode for a greater Understanding of the Simpsons can you Engage do you need to watch this episode to Engage in a critical Discussion of the Simpsons
1: I don't think so because everything that's in this episode is reproduced elsewhere better, unless it's the whole uh, Edna and or Edna and and uh, and Skinner
0: breaking up. That is there. There is that Matt. That is, I think that keeps it. I think that's the thing. Yeah, that pulls it in. Right. I think that is the thing that puts it over the top. I would the New York Times crossword stuff, the real life interactions, and the there are moments the the mostly Lisa and the crossword stuff. Those three, th- maybe three scenes that I go, oh, those things are nice. But I think the, mar- the, the March, the Edna and and Skitter stuff, that clinches it. I think it stays. We don't fire the cannon today. I want to, desperately. But that doesn't mean, just because I want to, doesn't mean it stays. It already it goes. It's not about my personal feelings. So do not fire the cannon there. And we still have a question uh, for our episodes as we work our way from the top of the list all the way down. We're number 100, Matt. Round nice round number one hundred. We are at Boy Scouts in the Hood.
1: Oh, that that has to be kept. There's there's no doubt about that. Don't don't one of the best Homer part episodes. Don't do what Donnie don't does. And also, I mean, Sergeant Fatso Jetson from Here to Eternity. We can't get rid of that episode.
0: You can't just let it lay. You have to. You can't, I can't. You I have, can't. have to. Now it's gonna be Jack Handle. Now I'm gonna. That's what I'm gonna do, man. I'm just gonna be yeah. like. I'm gonna just every time I'm gonna be like Jack Handle. Jack Handle.
2: Mm-hmm
0: handle with care how you i don't you're, see that's what i'm saying Matt. every week i go Matt doesn't know that no one knows that <laughs> and then Matt goes yeah i do i know it and i uh, but you're right of course boys the hood stays it's great everyone loves boys the hood very a lot of fun uh godspeed little doodle. <laughs>
2: how, how
0: could you not like it um that's our list uh it's on our website it's the simpsons show.com that the website has all the things uh that we are the links to all the things twitter rss feed our patreon if you want to help out the show we'd really appreciate it obviously supports that way our next episode matt is my pods and broomsticks oh dear oh dear hey matt let me i'm just gonna read this in the episode homer becomes suspicious of bart's new muslim friend bashir and decides to invite his family for dinner when homer offends them he goes to their home to apologize, discovers what he believes to be a terrorist plot to blow up the Springfield ball.
1: Oh boy. This is gonna be one of those episodes where they were like, no, no, it has a, a non-racist message, but it it it's just racist.
0: Yay. I'm I can I can one hundred percent confirm that is exactly what happens, so Okay then. They're gonna try and have it both ways and say that Homer is this is what you shouldn't do. Homer is a bad example, and actually but also, it's going to perpetuate racism. <laughs> That's what's yeah. good. They're going to intend, they're going to try and beg off and say, "No, Omar learns his lesson." Okay, cool. That's next week. I can't wait. I'm so excited. I love racism. It's so good. It's so funny. <laughs> I would say actually, that there's there's plenty of good there's plenty of good art that skewers racism, racism and racist attitudes that is actually funny and does make people true. And, and does teach her good lesson, but I have zero faith in this since the season twenty. But that's next time, we don't have to worry about that today, thankfully, there's also a, a story about Lisa buying a MyPod. I'm sure that'll be great. I'm sure that's we need that in this, this the, I'm pretty sure this is the episode where Lisa has to travel under the sea
1: to the underwater headquarters of Mapple to beg for a refund or something like that. Yep she
0: meets steve mobs you get it i get it unfortunately cool uh that's next time you can watch along with us if you'd like uh you can find me online on twitter at Robbie dorman my website is dot dorman.com buy all my books there my nose book is killer hockey mascot it just came out uh it's a lot of fun it's about a killer hockey mascot it's called killer hockey mascot because there's a killer hockey mascot on it uh his name is gutsy um you should go read it. No real-life analog whatsoever. Nope. Uh, Like Ricky Rouse and Model Muck. <laughs> <laughs> Completely original creation. Especially when you look at the cover. It looks exactly like no other hockey mascot that you would know of. Uh, don't even think about it. Uh, You should go buy that. Uh, leave a great review. Those, All those are things I appreciate. Everyone who does those things. Right? Right. Um, Matt does not participate in social media. You will not find him.
1: Uh, that is true. I spend all of my time taking care of kittens, which you can see at Kitten Turns, T E R N S on Instagram, uh, where you can see how incredibly precious they are. And if you are a lucky enough person or unlucky enough to live in central Florida, you could also adopt said adorable kittens. Uh, I've got quite the case on my hands of a two month old kitten who's barely a pound and doesn't like to
0: eat. So she's going to take a little while, but uh, she's still adorable. I, 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 I endorse this product or service. Fair enough. I'm Robbie. And I'm Matt. You can watch the... <laughs>